Hello, you're listening to the Business Butler Podcast, where we serve you tasty business solutions in bite-sized morsels on a silver platter. And now here's your host, Clayton C. Butler. I'm Clayton C. Butler, your business butler that serves all your creative business solutions on a silver platter. And today we're going to be talking about perhaps one of my favorite books on business, a book by Mr. J. Abraham titled Getting Everything You Can Out of All You've Got, 21 Ways You Can Outthink, Outperform, and Outearn the Competition. But before we dive into the meat of the book, let me give you a little backstory about J. Abraham. Mr. Abraham has worked in hundreds of industries and noticed that Industry A had no idea how Industry B does business. He began applying the practices from different industries together, and it began to create staggering levels of growth for the companies that he consulted for. So now let's let's take a look at the, the actual book itself. It's 376 pages. And it's packed full of actionable ways that you can grow your business, even when you're feeling stuck. In the book, Jay teaches you how to think critically and creatively about your business. And that's one of the things I like most about the book. He highlights hidden and overlooked opportunities that are present in virtually any business. And uh, it's broken down into two parts. Part one is how to maximize what you have. And part two is how to multiply your maximum. And one of the other cool things about the book is each chapter and section has a set of action steps. So he kind of boils down what he talks about in the chapter into a little chunk uh, of an action item that you can take to implement what he's talking about in the book. So here's a rundown of the topics real briefly. I'm not going to expound on them, but I do want to kind of make a little list of uh, the chapters, I'm not going to go by chapter title, but I am going to tell you the topics that are covered. So in part one, it talks about three ways to grow a business. And in that, it talks about how geometric growth is e- easily possible. And I will talk a little bit about that in just a few minutes. It talks about how to assess the strengths and the weaknesses in your business It talks about the strategy of preeminence. It talks about determining the lifetime value of your clients and why that's vitally important. It talks about your unique selling proposition and why you have to have one. It talks about risk reversal in your business and in your offers. And it talks about maximizing customer and client satisfaction. Now, that's in part one. Part two, it explores something called the host-beneficiary relationship, which sometimes um, Jay refers to as relational capital. I'll talk a little bit more about that. It also talks, uh, it dives deep into referral systems, not just asking for a referral, but actual referral systems and having multiple referral systems to grow your business. It talks about reconnecting and rekindling past clients. It talks about sales letters and the written word, what he refers to as the 10,000-person sales team. And it talks about gaining clients over the phone. It talks about internet sales. 
And another cool section is generating wealth without capital. Uh, that's a hugely interesting chapter, and it's not as outlandish as it seems. It seems like one of those pie-in-the-sky claims, but it's actually really actionable stuff that you can do to help you generate and build your business without any capital at all. And it also talks about testing when it comes to your advertising campaign so you can make sure you can maximize the effectiveness of your advertising. So all in all, here are some of the takeaways that I got from the book. The biggest aha moment for me, something that dramatically changed the way I look at my business and how I work in my business is the concept of highest and best use. And I'm going to read you a brief little excerpt of that on page 46, talking about highest and best use. He says, whatever you're doing, however you're doing it, and wherever you're doing it, you can and must find continually better ways to maximize your results. But maximizing and creating breakthroughs means more than simply getting the most profit, the highest performance, and the greatest productivity and effectiveness out of an action, opportunity, or investment. It also means achieving maximum results with a minimum of time, effort, expense, and risk, something that few people practice or even think about. Think highest and best use of your time, money, and effort. Highest and best. Always highest and best. That really stood out to me because sometimes I was busy in my business almost for the sake of being busy. Sometimes I felt like I wasn't getting done. I was just spinning my wheels. When when I started to focus on the highest and best use of my time, my money, and my effort, I began to realize that there are tasks in my business that I shouldn't be the one to be doing them. I should find other people who can do it for me less expensively so I can maximize the time that I have for a greater amount of profit. It gives you a, a list of fundamental objectives. It gives you... Uh, about a page and a half worth, but I'm just going to pluck out a few that stand out to me. It's your fundamental objectives. In order to produce the maximum number of breakthroughs possible, you should focus your thinking on these fundamental objectives that your breakthrough ideas should be designed to achieve. It's a success template that keeps your mind's eye on the breakthrough ball at all times. And I'm just going to pull out a few of these. Always discover what the hidden opportunity is in every situation. Try to uncover at least one cash windfall for your business or employer every three months. Engineer maximum success into every action you take or every decision you make. Build a business breakthrough foundation based upon multiple streams of idea generation instead of a single idea source. And employ as many success practices of others outside your field or industry by adopting or adapting their philosophies and methods to your business situation. So I thought those were some, some key points for my business especially, and they stood out to me. But there's a ton of valuable information in that. There's a whole list of nuggets that you'll find valuable Another thing that I found interesting that Jay Abraham talks about is we're always talking about how to grow our business, right? 
We want to find all these tactics and strategies and ways that we can grow. But when you get down to it and distill everything down, there are really only three ways to grow a business. is to increase the number of your customers, increase the size of the transaction, and increase the number of transactions per customer. So really, when you think about it, there's no other real way that you can grow a business other than those three ways. So he explains how to increase all three. And the cool thing to me that I had never thought about was he asserts that if you just improve just a little bit in each one of those different categories, number of customers, size of transactions, or the number of transactions per customer. If you just improve a little bit on each one of those, the growth isn't linear. The growth becomes geometric, and he explains the math in here, and it's really cool. So uh, that's one of the things that we strive to do here is to focus on all of those things to maximize growth and to try to skyrocket a business that we work that we work with other than just what's a one-off thing that we can do. So he also talks about something that that we preach here at Butler Productions, talking about the unique selling proposition. And that's on page 78 uh, in chapter 6. He talks about developing the unique selling proposition. You must identify and understand what it is you or your company do or can start doing for your clients that provides them with a result or an advantage superior to the competitions. This is called the unique selling proposition or the USP. Your unique selling proposition is that distinct appealing idea that sets your business apart from every other Me Too competitor. When you identify what that distinct advantage is, you then must integrate it into all your promotional, marketing, advertising, and selling operations. This includes what you or your salespeople do and say, plus all the collateral material you use, the brochures, the sales letters, advertising, everything. You don't just want to say it. You want to constantly demonstrate it. You want to live it. And that means whatever your USP stands for, You do at all times, and it digs into how to find your USP and how to implement it and how to leverage your business and that USP. I have found that just implementing that within our business and other businesses that we've worked with has really made a huge substantial difference with a unique selling proposition. And finally, I want to talk about something else really cool In chapter 10, he talks about the host-beneficiary relationship. It's a symbiotic relationship, and you're not a parasite on another business. You're helping them, and they're helping you. We don't always have to be in competition with our competition. We can actually work with our competition, and he explains that in uh, a lot more detail in the book. So I'm going to read you a brief little excerpt here to kind of whet your appetite. Over the years, the average business spends hundreds of thousands of dollars in marketing, sales efforts, and advertising to build goodwill and develop and keep a cadre of local clients and prospects. The cost of acquiring a client or prospect is enormous. Most business people don't realize it. 
but they're in the client and prospect generating business. That's the basic goal of all marketing. Don't ever forget it. Most businesses, and yours is probably one of them, spend their time and marketing dollars to reach 100% of an audience, and yet they're only going to get business from a fraction of this audience. In conventional marketing, this is taken for granted. But what if you could eliminate a lot of the expense, the time, and inefficiency of prospecting and only spend your time and money on the people who are ready to buy? Conversely, what if you could recoup the investment you've made on past prospects whom you didn't convert into clients? Money you thought was long gone and written off as advertising costs. Furthermore, what if you could do all this with very little effort? Well, good news, you can. You can arrange to gain additional benefits from the clients you've acquired, the prospects you couldn't sell to, or the clients you sold to long ago. And you can find out who has already done the work for you. What I mean is that some other business or professional practice has already spent the time, the effort, and advertising dollars to attract clients who can now be yours for little more than the asking. I'm not talking about rudely snatching someone else's clients away from them. Not at all. I'm talking about gaining access to new clients with the express permission and warm cooperation of the business that acquired those clients in the first place. It's really, really cool when you sit down and you figure out ways that you can grow your business without having to spend extra time and effort to get clients. And you're getting clients from your competition and they're willing to give them to you. It sounds like a pie in the sky, but when you read the book and you start to dig in and start to really critically think about what it is that he's saying, it makes sense and it works. And it's worked for us and it's worked for clients that we've worked with as well. So again, this book is getting everything you can out of all you've got. 21 ways you can outthink, outperform, and outearn the competition by Mr. J. Abraham. Hey, if you find these helpful and you think you might need some help growing your business with advertising, marketing, and other creative business solutions, give me a call at one 833 butler or go to butlerhelpme.com. We'll schedule a time to talk to see if we're a good fit for each other. And as always, have a great one. Thank you for listening to the Business Butler Podcast. To learn more about Clayton, visit ClaytonCButler.com. Need help growing your business? Then reach out to the Butler Productions team at 1-833-3-BUTLER or go to ButlerHelpMe.com. The Butler Productions Podcast is property of Butler Productions, LLC. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.